Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Remember the iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, great way to take the show with you anywhere, Nash FM 106.1, and, of course, ericasher.com uh, on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Check it out 
on the Anchor app, but all your favorite apps. Anchor is our home base, but we're on all, any, all, the, uh, all your favorite apps. You pick one, you find us, and, of course, you can check out the show. Check out, uh, again, search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you should be able to find it. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. I'll have our guest uh, by this evening. Uh, that is Thursday at 1 o'clock with a live broadcast on WLAE TV. Also live streaming on the WLAE TV YouTube page. And then, of course, the first rebroadcast is 6 p.m. on LAE every Thursday. Uh, 10 p.m. on the Deuce. Uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, WLAE TV 2. And uh, Pelican Sports Television every Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. Always on our social media platforms, which are at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. On today's program, Mike Scarborough will update us on everything LSU at 510 this afternoon. Uh, again, the opportunity to talk about the LSU Lady Tigers in basketball, uh, the men's team. Uh, also, again, we'll talk about the latest on uh, the transfer portal. Uh, LSU adding a lot of um, uh, players to the transfer portal since last week. And also... Uh, the opportunity to talk about, again, uh, Brian Kelly fill, filling out his coaching staff. We'll get into all that at 510. Larry Holder of The Athletic joins us at 535. We'll talk Saints with him. We'll jump into the offseason. Uh, also, again, uh, if we have uh, some time, we'll also talk about Tulane and also uh, the Tigers. So we got a lot to talk about. Let's jump into it. Uh, Here's some of the topics for this afternoon. In the first hour, we'll talk about Sean Payton and his future in New Orleans, since that seems to be, again, the uh, topic du jour nationally. Uh, we'll also get into, again, the quarterback situation for the New Orleans Saints, uh, the Pelicans, and um, also we'll talk a little bit about what's going on uh, with um, crime here in New Orleans. So all that within the first hour, so a lot to get to, so let's jump into it. And we'll start off with Sean Payton, because um, I always find it a little bit humorous uh, when the national media jumps on this uh, Sean Payton to Dallas, Sean Payton to the Giants, Sean Payton to everywhere. Uh, so, again, here we go again. But especially the Dallas rumors, right? You know, there was a time when, again, maybe some people could have thought that that was a real possibility. I never have. Never have. First of all, let me say this, and I don't think a lot of people realize this. Payton is in the last year of his deal. So, one way or the other, there's going to be, a, again, a, a, an extension to his contract, and it's probably going to happen in this offseason. Um, he signed, uh, he's re- currently making about $9.8 million a year. He signed a five-year, $45 million uh, deal uh, in 2018, and that ends at the end of this season. So, again, now he is the third-highest-paid coach in the NFL now. Pete Carroll makes $11 million. Uh, Belichick makes $12.5 million. So uh, my guess is, uh, that uh, there will be a situation where he will see an increase in his pay to be consummate again with, again, the two highest-paid coaches in the NFL. Uh, now, could it happen? I mean, could, could he go to Dallas? Sure, anything's possible, but I don't think it's likely. First of all, well, some of the reasons, Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, and the Jones family. Look, even though Sean Payton has a great relationship with Jerry Jones and the, and the Jones family, uh, that's a little bit different than working for the Joneses, okay? Uh, the, the Jerry Jones uh, family, uh, they love the spotlight. That's number one, okay? Uh, they, they are on TV, on radio. They're TV and radio shows uh, critiquing uh, the Dallas Cowboys constantly, okay? He doesn't have that here in New Orleans, okay? This, Mrs. Benson doesn't have her own radio show. She's not going on TV shows critiquing what happened on Sunday. 
Okay, Miss Benson's in the background owning the um, uh, the team. She leaves again football operations to Sean Payton. So again, that's the other part of this. Jerry Jones is, is, is the general manager, the president. He hands his hands in everything that is the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, he's the definition of a hands-on owner, and he loves the spotlight. Look, if he could, honestly, if he could, he would coach the Dallas Cowboys. You and I both know this. If it was a possibility that he could get away with it, he would coach the Dallas Cowboys. So, again, he's still got a lot of input into, again, whoever he hires, and we've seen that over the last few hires, really since Jimmy Johnson, right? Uh, that, that he has the opportunity to be able to, again, impose his will on what he wants to see on the field on Sunday. So, again, I asked the question, why would, why would Peyton walk away from New Orleans for that situation? Why? Okay. He's got a hands-off owner in Mrs. Benson who stays in the background. Peyton runs football operations. Yeah, you could say Loomis is the general manager, but look, let's face it. Peyton makes the last call on all football ops. We know that. You know that. Again, this, this is not some big, big secret here. Okay. In New Orleans, it's Sean Peyton that calls the shots on the football side. So, again, why would he give up that power? Why would he give up that power? He makes, eight point, uh, sorry, he makes $9.8 million. He's in the last year of his deal. As I said, I expect that he's going to get a Carroll or Belichick-type extension. Now, the extension on how long, who knows? Uh, he's, what is he going to be, 60? How much longer does he want to coach? Does he want to coach five more years? Does he want to coach seven more years? Does he want to coach another decade? I mean, it's really up to him at that point. He's still a young man. And, of course, uh, so, I mean, that'll be his call on, again, how long he wants to deal at that point. And then I hear the narrative of his family is in Dallas. Well, okay, maybe that worked 10 years ago, but it doesn't work now, okay? When his wife and him got a divorce and she moved the kids to Dallas, that was probably, again, uh, that was a, a narrative at one point. His kids are grown. Megan is 26, Connor's 23. So the lure of, again, to move to Dallas to be close to the kids is no longer a narrative in this situation. He built this mansion on Nashville in Uptown, okay? He's married to the former Miss, Miss West Virginia. But I'm just asking a question for you ladies that are out there, right? Do you think that she wants to move closer to the ex-wife in Dallas? I would think not. I would think not. Maybe the lure of the Dallas Metroplex is something that maybe she would like. But do you really think she wants to move to the same city where the ex-wife is? Probably not. And then let's look at it on the field. You're going to tell me that the Dallas Cowboys are that much better than New Orleans Saints? Look, these teams are not that far apart in, in, in when it comes to talent. Dallas is, is an, is, isn't a juggernaut that, again, cannot be turned down. Are you kidding me? Look, the Saints with, again, a starting NFL quarterback, an upgrade at the wide receiver and tight end positions, filling in in case you do lose somebody like a Toronto Armstead on the offensive line, Okay, and the Saints are not that far away from the Super Bowl. They have a Super Bowl caliber defense right now, and the way free agency is, again, they're probably not going to lose uh, much on that on that defense. As I've said before, uh, you look at, at 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 the free agents that the Saints have. Uh, you know, some they will be able to afford, some they won't. But it really, again, it's more Toronto Armstead is the one that again you'd have to say, all right, can they afford to keep him? Uh, with a $13 million in dead money, and then maybe looking at a $20 million a year contract for a guy that's often injured. On the flip side, on the defense, they're pretty set up, okay? They're pretty set up. They need wide receivers. They need help at the tight end position in terms of, again, a, a veteran that could come in. Uh, we'll see what happens with Michael Thomas, whether, again, he is too expensive to trade or if he's going to be on the field for the next year. 
But depending on what's going to happen at the quarterback position, they're not that far away. They're, they're, they're not like Dallas is, again, light years ahead of them. It's not even close. That, that's, not even in, in the, that's not even in the conversation right now, okay, to say, man, i got to go to Dallas because, again, they're, they're just steps from a Super Bowl. Really? No, come on. No more than the Saints. He's entrenched in New Orleans, okay? Maybe he might be looking for another challenge in his life. You know, sometimes you get to the point where, again, you've been in a place for a while, looking for another challenge. Maybe you think the grass is greener on the other side. But working for the Joneses? It's not the way to go. He loses power, okay? Things that, again, coaches crave, the ability to control your own destiny. Remember what, again, his mentor told him. Okay, again, not only does he want to shop for the groceries, he wants to cook the meal too. And that's what Sean Payton does here. He does what, again, Bill Parcells strived for, which is, again, total control. And he has that control. So, again, why walk away from that control to allow the Joneses to control everything and have to deal with the Joneses? Just doesn't make sense. He will never be fired in New Orleans. Okay? The dude went three seven and nine seasons with again the greatest quarterback in the history of the organization, one of the greatest of all time, and did not get fired. He went he, he had the situation with again the Viking Gate, where again both him and uh and, and Vitt uh, were again allegedly taking on Vicodin from, from, the, from the, the Saints medicine cabinet. He didn't get prosecuted by the district attorney of Jefferson Parish. He didn't get prosecuted by, again, the U.S. attorney in, in, in the Eastern District of Louisiana and ultimately did not get fired by, by, by Tom Benson, even though, again, the, the narrative has been out there forever uh, that, that Goodell wanted him fired and the Saints refused. So, I mean, it, if he didn't get fired for those things, He's not getting fired unless he commits an atrocity. So there's that. Now, he does need an extension, okay? Now, the question is at this point, does that extension include a piece of the team? Look, there's been rumors for years since Mr. Benson passed that Dennis Lauscher, Mickey Loomis, Greg Benson, and also Sean Payton are going to get a small piece of the team when Mrs. Benson dies. Now, whether that's true or not, we don't know. We have no clue. Okay, remember, they wouldn't go into the specifics of, again, how the uh, team was going to be distributed uh, uh, going forward. Again, it was going to be sold, and then ultimately it was going to have a situation where, again, the, the proceeds would be distributed to uh, nonprofits here in New Orleans after Mrs. Benson dies. We have no idea if, again, there's been a percentage shaved off for, again, the triumphant, the airline drive mafia. Okay, we have no idea. And if any, and look, if Loomis, Benson, and, and, and Lausha are getting a piece, you'll tell me Sean's not getting a piece? Come on. So there's that. Could be a possibility. That, could it could even be in the new contract? Who knows? But in closing, let me just say this. Don't believe the hype. Okay, don't believe the hype of, of, of Sean Payton going to Dallas. Don't get upset. Don't get nervous. Don't worry. I would be, again, more wondering, again, about what is this going to look like with his new contract. How, how is he going to be paid? How long is that contract, okay? Because that'll tell you about how long maybe he feels like he wants to coach. And then maybe, again, the fine print there. Does he get a little piece of the team here because he's been part of this organization for so long and, again, what he's meant to the organization? Who knows? Remember, it's not unprecedented. Well, when Jim Finks came, came over from the, Chicago, from the Chicago Cubs, he was given a percentage of the, of the team uh, by Mr. Benson to come over. So is that a situation there? Maybe, maybe not. But he does need an extension. But I don't think he's going to Dallas. I don't think he's heading up to the Giants. I just don't. I just think, again, right now, when you have a situation in New Orleans where you control everything, 
where you are beloved. He can do no wrong. Even now, can do no wrong. And, look, he's coming off what I think is, again, his greatest coaching job uh, maybe since, again, the, the Super Bowl year. Uh, because of everything this team had to overcome. And he kept this team in playoff contention right up until the last week. Still came out with a winning season. You know, Sean Payton has assembled, again, a culture here in New Orleans that is second to none, that is, that is again, is emulated by other teams. The coaching staff is a teaching coaching staff that, again, players come to New Orleans, they get better. You see it. They get better. Those coaches, in a lot of cases, are craved by, by other teams. That, to me, would be the biggest thing going forward. Once these new coaching staffs are assembled, again, how is Sean Payton able to hold on to, again, his top assistants? That's more critical than me thinking that somehow, some way, that Sean Payton's going to end up in Dallas. Not buying. I would be waiting to see about the extension, but I don't think that extension's going to come in the form of him in a Cowboys, uh, with a Cowboys uh, uh, shirt on and a Cowboys uh, visor. just don't think that's in the cards. And I think any of it is just national hype at this point. You know, just trying to be able to create a story. Sean Payton is a New Orleanian. May not be a New Orleans born, but he's New Orleans certified by now. And he's beloved. Beloved in this city. Why would he give that up? I just don't see it, especially in the twilight of your career as an NFL coach. He's naming He names the call. He names the, 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 uh, the, the contract. He names the length of the contract. And ultimately, he controls everything that's going on. How could you walk away from that proposition? I don't see it. I don't see it happening. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Yo-yo time, right? You're going to need the heaters. Tomorrow you need the air conditioning. Then you're going right back to again this weekend. It's going to be cold and, and, and just from those nasty New Orleans winter days where you just do not want to come out of the house. Got to make sure that heat is working, right? Burkhardt can do it for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. Hey, I don't care what type of brand you have at your home. Burkhardt is authorized to service it. Truly a company you can trust. acpromise.com. acpromise.com. New Orleans country, 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes, in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO privateers on New Orleans country, 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hey, parents, kids ages 5 to 11 are eligible for a COVID vaccine. Your future CEO artists, innovators, and more are eligible for a vaccine that can help protect their future. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Tenney's Bound at Crowder is closed due to activity going on in that area. So if you want to get off on 10 Eastbound, you can get off at the Morrison exit. Again, 10 Eastbound at Crowder is closed due to activity going on in the area. So if you want to get off in that area, make sure you get off at the Morrison exit. In the meantime, delays are going to be heavy on 10 eastbound from Elysian Fields 
to Crowder and look out for an accident that's blocking the left lane on 10 eastbound at the Almanasta Louisa exit. Look out for delays that are solid on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from just past St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And on the westbound side, right at Canal Boulevard. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are heavy from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, delays are heavy from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And delays pick back up on the westbound side right on the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If you have any problems with your heating system, you can trust Burkhardt to be there right away and get you back up and running. And if you know you need to replace that heating system this year, you can trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right. And you can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price. For heating this year, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733.
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks so much for being there. In hour number two, Mike Scarborough of TigerBeat.com will join us on the program talking LSU. Larry Holder of The Athletic will also join us in the second hour. That's at 535. I'm sorry, yes, 535. Uh, breaking news, again, if you did not hear the traffic report, if you're heading east, a woman was shot and killed today on the interstate once again. I-10 east at Crowder. All lanes are blocked. Find another uh, route because, again, there's a police action there. Of course, this comes on the heels of, uh, again, a very, very violent weekend here in the city of New Orleans. Uh, carjackings in, in almost every part of the city. Uh, again, armed robberies, murders. It continues. We've had 53 carjackings, uh, attempted carjackings, armed robberies involving car thefts uh, since, just since the beginning of January. And that doesn't include, again, what's happened today. Let that sink in for a moment. Again, it's, again, it's, it, it is, again, the wild, wild west in New Orleans right now. And I talked about it about a week ago and the situation here. And, again, the silence has been deafening in terms of, again, the leadership of this city, from the mayor to the council to, again, the, the district attorney, uh, all, all the way to the judges all on Tulane and Broad. And there seems to be no one with an answer on what's going on. To add insult to injury, we had a, an individual that was carjacked last week that, again, uh, the police found his car. But in order to get his car back, he's got to pay him $1,000. So, again, you get carjacked by, again, and, and beaten by carjackers, uh, hoping that, again, they're not going to take your life from you because they're armed now, armed and shooting. And then you get into a situation where the police find your car in whatever condition it is. And then in order to get it out the impound lot, the city wants $1,000. I mean, think about that for a second. The city wants $1,000 to get your property back that was stolen from you after, again, you went through the situation you went through because, again, the, the crime in the city is out of control. It's unbelievable. It's unreal. I mean, it's just, this is, to even hear something like that, you've got to really think to yourself, could this really be happening? So on top of, again, going through everything you had to go through with, again, the carjacking and having to live with that, dealing with, with again, the emotional uh, situation there. Then you go try to get your vehicle back. So you go back to work, and they want a grand in order to get your vehicle back. Please. Now, one thing that's happened over the last couple of days, and, and it was just predictable, right? But the New Orleans City Council has at least spoken up. They're going to have a crime summit on Monday. This week's city council meeting is all about fighting crime, which is out of control in Orleans Parish. Now, look, I, I do applaud them for at least trying to do something, okay? The past council, the past mayor, the, the, and, and the, 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 uh, the, the sitting mayor, which, again, is on her second term now, has refused to do anything in terms of holding the criminal justice system publicly responsible for the out-of-control violent crime that now reaches every neighborhood in our city. So let me tell you something right now. There is no doubt in my mind I knew this was coming this week. As soon as we knew, we had five carjackings in uptown New Orleans near Tulane University. Okay? You could have, you could have set your watch by it. That again, now, now we're going to start to see some politicians start to speak up. Now, let me say this. The city council controls the, the, the purse strings. Okay? The question is, what is their plan to curb crime? Because there's got to be a plan here, right? And we've been told there's going to be a plan. See, the problem is, again, this issue is, is systematic. you got an NOPD, a New Orleans Police Department, that's undermanned. Undermanned. Uh, individuals are literally coming into the, in, into the NOPD. They're getting trained by the NOPD. 
And then ultimately, again, they're going and taking jobs at other police departments, either in the city or either in the surrounding parishes or, again, outside of the state. You also have a situation where we're still under a federal consent decree, still today, under a federal consent decree, which is costing us millions per year and ultimately, again, has done more to, to be able to move officers out of the NOPD than, again, to allow them to come into the NOPD. We've got officers that, that ultimately, again, have years and years of experience that have chosen to move on to whether, again, whether that's federal partners or, again, surrounding uh, metropolitan uh, uh, police departments, leaving New Orleans, again, undermanned. We no longer have a proactive police department in New Orleans. Proactive policing is over with under, under the Cantrell administration. There are no more task forces. There are no more jump-out squads. All the NOPD does now is react to crime. That's it. They react to crime. All those task forces that were working at one time, that, that uh, again, were, were curbing armed robberies, were curbing carjackings, murders that were going in again, trying to be able to attack the drug trade, although they have been disbanded. There are no more proactive squads within the NOPD going after crime. Okay? You have a district attorney that has been elected that doesn't believe in incarceration. The former defense attorney is, is not willing to put criminals in jail. Thus, again, the revolving door at Tulane and Broad. We have a new sheriff that was just, uh, that was just elected. Now, again, I'm not saying that Gusman was a great sheriff because he was part of the problem. But the new sheriff who's in charge of the prison doesn't believe in incarceration either. And then the judges on Tulane and Broad, they continue to get their campaigns financed by defense attorneys. I've been talking about this for decades now. How can you allow defense attorneys who have to go before these judges to ultimately give to their campaigns when, 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 they, when the re-election cycle comes up? It's amazing to me still today. Bonds are now lower than they've ever been in New Orleans. Sentences are shorter. And then if you can get an Orleans Parish jury convened because, again, of COVID, uh, instead of using uh, the, the uh, technology that, that other states and cities are using to continue to be able to move the criminal justice system forward so that, again, you don't have criminals out on the street, not in New Orleans, they just shut it down. So if, you, if they can get a jury convened, in a lot of cases, they're unwilling to be able to put violent criminals away. The criminals are getting more younger. They're getting more brazen. The juvenile justice system is a joke. The district attorney has already said he will not prosecute violent, young violent criminals, juvenile offenders, as adults. And now, again, these juvenile offenders know that they won't be, uh, won't be prosecuted as an adult. So, again, there are no consequences for the violent crimes committed by juveniles here in New Orleans. This is an issue, folks. So if the criminal justice system is broken and the mayor has no answers, the mayor has no plan, what does it make us believe that, again, this council is going to make a difference? As mentioned before, carjackings out of control, murders are up, and yet New Orleans voters are once again reaping what they sow because, again, crime is out of control in New Orleans. They elected the district attorney, they elect the judges, they elect the council, they elect the mayor, they elected the sheriff. At some point, again, better choices, my friends. Better choices, ladies and gentlemen. Better choices. Now, there's a lot of talk, once again, of putting, again, OPP, uh, uh, sheriff's deputies, on, on the street. Okay? That's fine. It gives, it gives more bodies on the street to augment, again, a dwindling New Orleans police department, which is at an all-time low in terms of officers on the street. But, again, 
if the criminals are out of jail before the ink dries on the report, how does that help? Yes, you might be arresting more people, but again, you're not keeping them in jail. This issue is on every level of the, of the criminal justice system. Police, district attorney, and judges. Now, I'll be watching this new city council. I'm, I'm praying for the best here. I am. I love my city. I, I, again, I, I was disgusted last week when I, when I went through my monologue about you know, where we are in terms of, again, the, the criminal activity that has now taken over the city, every single neighborhood. There is no safe neighborhood in the city of New Orleans anymore. I don't care if you're paying for an NOPD officer to, to, to be able to patrol your, um, your, your streets or not. It doesn't matter in your neighborhood. We've already seen that in a lot of cases, there's no oversight there. So just because the, you think a cop is patrolling doesn't necessarily mean a cop is patrolling, right? But even with that, if ultimately the police arrest the, 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 the individuals that are involved in violent crime, but yet if they're, if they're out within a day or two to only commit the same crimes over and over again, it's the definition of insanity. But I'm watching this new city council. I'm praying for the best. But I've seen this dog and pony show over the last 30 years. This is not the first city council to say they're going to stand up. I'm happy that somebody finally is standing up because the silence has been deafening. But there is also a rhyme and a reason to it. There are at least three, maybe four, future mayoral candidates on that council right now, okay, that then didn't have the, did not have the guts enough to be able to run this time around when this city was drowning and in, tr- in need of true leadership. Instead, they, again, they took the easy route, uh, an a, a, uh, election they know they could win in the council. Now these individuals are going to be able to try to be able to use that bully pulpit to at least get their the at least get their platform out there next mayoral race in four years. The question is what's gonna happen over the next four years to this city. If ultimately again you don't have the true leadership that's necessary to move the city forward, to be able to make the changes that we need. Not just fiscally, not just again again for the infrastructure, but again keeping the streets safe. For everyone in every neighborhood. My question is, again, what will this council be able to do that council of the past could never do? Which is, again, make the difference in stopping violent crime. And then to add insult to injury, to hear what I just talked about earlier, so you're a victim of a carjacking, and, 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 and you, you go to the, the impound lot to be able to pick up your car, and they tell you $1,000, please? I mean, how is that right? On, 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 how is that right in any circumstance? Now, that's something the council can do something about. Okay, that's something that, again, could be on the docket for this Thursday, that ultimately, again, if a if the carjacking victim is ultimately having their car towed to the lot, then ultimately then they should be able to have anything, uh, any impound fees waived so they get their car back, get it fixed, and get it back on the road. We'll be paying attention. A lot needs to be done. It's just, call me cynical, <laughs> but... This is, this is, we are way down the road on this now. I will say this, congratulations and thank you to the Metropolitan Crime Commission, Ralph, Ralph Raphael Goinichi, who has been, again, a thorn in the side of those in government, constantly speaking out about the violent crime in our city, has said, said last night that, again, not only, is he, not only are they ramping it up, they are going to start putting out weekly crime figures, weekly crime figures on violent crime in New Orleans. No longer it's going to be every month, it's going to be every week. So it'll be right there for us to see. But we know. We see it every single night on the news. 
You drive through the city of New Orleans now, you're looking over your shoulder. You're, again, you come to a stoplight, you're hoping that, again, a car's not going to pull up on you and guys going to be getting out fully armed, ready to be able to carjack you. How many more families, how many more individuals have to be, again, um, uh, put in a situation where they're in the line of fire? And not to mention what I talked about last week, which is, again, the, the innocent children dying on our street. What will motivate the public of New Orleans to be able to stand up and say enough is enough? Hopefully, the council will be the voice there. But call me cynical. I've seen this dog and pony show over and over again. But I will be watching. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie. It's your one-stop shop for auto repairs. And, of course, again, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Don't forget also damaged rims. Don't throw those rims away. You paid too much for those rims. Bring them to Southern Tire. They'll get those rims repaired for you, good as new. First of all, again, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none, something for everyone's budget. No hard sell, no trying to be able to get you to buy the most expensive tire. What fits your budget, what fits your vehicle. ASC certified technicians, diagnostic equipment, and second to none. Your vehicle's on, 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 on the fritz. You need some help. They're there for you. They'll get it up and running for you, get, get you in and get you out. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, it's Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558. Or you can go to southerntire.com and find out all the services they provide for their customers. That's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie since 1972. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike, did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man, you know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. 
Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. A new year comes with new excitement, new ambitions, new milestones. Is this the year you pop the question, have a child, celebrate a major anniversary? At Diamonds Direct, we're here for you, now more than ever. With our vast selection of exquisite hand-picked diamonds, our world-renowned designer jewelry collections, our industry-leading warranties and guarantees, and our people. People with a passion for helping you mark any occasion with something that's both meaningful and timeless. And our commitment to providing exceptional value is stronger than ever in the new year. Whether you're just starting out on a tight budget or whether you're splurging on that 30th anniversary gift, Diamonds Direct will make sure you get the price that you expect from America's premier direct diamond importer. Welcome to a new year and welcome to Diamonds Direct, where extreme value combines with the ultimate luxury shopping experience to create that truly magical moment for the milestones in your life. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor is Rapid Urgent Care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care has got you covered with clinics all over Southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Just waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. I want to remind everybody, I-10 east at Crowder is closed. A woman was shot and killed today at 315. All lanes are blocked. Uh, we're in a situation now where uh, if you're on the ground level, you're getting carjacked, unless you've got a stick shift, right? And that's the, that's the only thing that, again, is preventing you from getting carjacked in the city of New Orleans if you drive, if you drive a, a stick. Other than that, you can be a victim. If you're, in, if you're driving the interstate, it is the OK Corral, okay? Uh, we have to lead the league. We must lead the country in, in, in shootings on the I-10. That's something that, again, OPP can help with, at least having them controlling the, uh, the interstates because, again, the state troopers aren't able to do it uh, here in Orleans with, the, with, the, uh, uh, with, with again, the, the numbers that are necessary. The NOPD has got to be ground level, right? So many, so many crimes that are happening ground level that they don't have time to be able to patrol the interstate. And now, again, you're on the interstate. I just tell you right now, cut off somebody on a lane. Uh, don't look at them. Keep your, keep your head straight. There's no, if you want to get into a barking incident with somebody on the interstate now, you're taking your life in your own hands. I'm just telling you right now. You never know if the other person has got a, got a gun and willing to use it. So now, now another woman shot today, killed on, the, on, on I-10. I-10 is closed east at Crowder. All right, we shift gears back to sports. Look, I put this out over, over social media this weekend. And maybe in time I'm going to be proven wrong. Who knows, okay? But I said this all over the weekend. I do not see a huge difference between Jameis Winston, 
car of, 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 the, uh, of the Las Vegas Raiders and Jimmy Garoppolo, the San Francisco 49ers. I just don't, okay? They're a flaw in all of their games when you talk about flaws. Um, you look at Jimmy Garoppolo, he's been to a Super Bowl, okay? Uh, he went to Peyton's alma mater, Eastern Illinois. But I'm going to tell you right now, I surely wouldn't risk the future of the franchise on that. All three have had issues when it comes to in the clutch, okay? Winston, Carr, and Garoppolo. When you look at Jimmy G, when you look at Carr, they're going to cost more in terms of salary because you're going to absorb the salary that, again, you're picking up from their teams. And then there's trade compensation for both. Winston's been in that quarterback room with the New Orleans Saints under Sean Payton now for two seasons. And I've been saying this all along. Okay, we're going to find out one way or the other if Sean Payton trusts Jameis Winston. That's been the big narrative. Payton doesn't trust Winston. In fact, Payton spoon-fed his offense to all the quarterbacks over the last couple of years. Okay? Was it a question of trust? Some people can look at it. I don't think that. But we're going to find out. If he re-signs Winston, that means he has trust in Winston. If he doesn't, that means, again, he's had him for two years and doesn't think he's the guy that can take the team to the next level. We've been told that Winston's rehab is, is ahead of schedule. He knows the system by now. Although a free agent, again, he's going to cost less for the Saints on an incentive-laden contract, another prove-it-to-me deal, and you don't have the trade compensation that you would, need, would be necessary to bring in either a car or, or, again, a Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo. Someone's saying to me, well, wait, what about Taysom Hill? Look, don't, don't get fooled by Taysom's record a, a, as, a, as a starting quarterback. Taysom's not the answer. He's not a starting quarterback in the NFL, okay? He's a nice guy to bring in off the bench if you need him for a couple games. Uh, he, is a, he is a weapon to be able to bring him in mid-game and to be able to utilize him as a quarterback as part of his jack-of-all-trades or Swiss Army knife. But he's not a quarterback at this point in his career in the NFL. Now, hopefully, again, he is coming back from this uh, Liz Frank injury and can be, again, the player that he was. But he's too valuable to me in that in the Swiss Army Knight role, role or that jack-of-all-trade role to have him in the, in the role as a backup quarterback. Now, if an Aaron Rodgers or Russell Williams, Russell Wilson, pardon me, was to be able to come available, then I think the Saints should, should be all in and give up some precious draft capital to be able to bring in players like that, Okay. But there's no way that, I, again, I would give up precious draft capital or a starter to bring in a Jimmy Garoppolo or a car. I'm just not doing it if I'm, if I'm the Saints, especially when you have Winston in the building for the last two seasons. To me, it seems like it would be a bad move when this team could use that draft capital and the cap space to upgrade the offensive weapons because that's where they are, okay? The Saints could draft a quarterback. But is that quarterback, the quarterbacks in this year's draft, okay, is that the quarterback of the present? Is that somebody you're going to hand the ball to when they come to camp and, and, and again, live with the growing pains of a young quarterback with a defense that's a Super Bowl-type defense with, with, again, a team that right now is not that far away from Super Bowl contention? And then i got to ask the question, is he better than Ian Book? Is that quarterback you draft this year better than Ian Book? That's all. To me, Winston is the guy, okay, unless you can significantly upgrade the position with a Rodgers or a Wilson. If healthy, 
Jameis Winston has already become a leader. He's beloved in the locker room. Look, if he fails next season, then you make a move on a veteran quarterback. Okay? Uh, again, uh, because think about it. Then that quarterback will have a great defense. He'll have more weapons at his disposal because, again, you upgraded the offensive weapons in this past draft and free agency. Okay? But if, if it's this year and it's all available is, is again, either, either Jimmy Garoppolo or, or Carr, if it's me, I'm running it back with Jameis. It just makes more fiscal sense. It makes more sense in terms of, again, your draft capital. And it makes more sense in a lot of cases instead of going out there and making some blockbuster deal for a guy that, again, is not much better than the guy you have in the building already who's had two years of experience within the system. Jack called us. Jack, River Ridge is with us. Jack, what do you think? Eric, how you doing? Doing great, Jack. Hey, Eric, before I get to the quarterback situation, I just want to say, after watching uh, Dallas play the 49ers over the weekend, you really, you really, if you didn't appreciate Sean Payton before, you really appreciate him now. What you better a believe it. Coach team the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, my God. Right. No, I agree with you. I agree 100% with you. And, and, and that's why, again, I'm not buying into this, you know, Peyton to Dallas narrative there. Uh, you know, oh, the reason why the year. Dallas Cowboys are not champions is because of their owner. He's a, he, is, he meddles. He thinks, he, he thinks he is a guy, a, a guy that has all the answers on the, on, on the football side when, in essence, he should allow, again, those that are involved in, in the, that, are, that are the best of their craft to be able to run his team. He runs the team. That's the issue. Right. I, I, I do believe, look. I think that's talk that happens every year. But I mean, I, I believe if they did let Sean Payton run that thing, he could win a Super Bowl with that talent next year. Oh, I agree. But <laughs> yeah, so, but he won't. But, His ego right. won't let him let Sean Payton run that team. But look about the quarterback situation. Look in a vacuum. Uh, in a vacuum, if you know, if all costs were the same, I would much rather have David Carr than uh, not David Carr, uh, Derek Carr. Than any of the three, I, I I just don't see in James what you do. However, what, what you were talking about, um, you know, as far as what you're going to cost salary wise, are you going to have to give up draft choices? I wouldn't do mm-hmm. anything. I mean, ideally, if they could find a quarterback that they like in the draft, that would be the best way to go. Considering, sure. aren't they? Did I read that right, Eric? They're still sixty million in the hole. You know, sixty one million in the hole, but don't don't, don't sweat it. Okay, already in, in the contracts of Ramshack and Kamara, uh, uh, Lattimore, they're all, they've already got those, those, uh, those clauses in there. They'll be able to, to, again, rework those deals and get way under the cap. It's, it's not that big a deal. They're just going to move, move some stuff from, some, from, sign to, from, to, from um, uh, a regular bonus to a signing bonus, and they'll, they'll have that. That's a wrap. Don't even worry about the $61 million. It, it, Again, it's not anything – they'll be under the cap. They'll have money to spend. Okay, they're not gonna have you know hundred million to spend, but they have money to spend. Eric, just one last thing before I go. Um, if the Rams don't pay for what they've done, if they don't become like a really bad football team in the next five years, I'm gonna completely stop watching what happens with the salary cap. Because I mean, not only are they are they way over the cap, but they have also um, gave, given away all their draft choices. Yeah, they mortgage their future draft picks. Yeah, there's no, they're all in. Saints did it in a lot of cases in terms of the salary cap, but not mortgaging the picks. Okay, right, they were always, uh, but they yeah, were, they no, it, the, the, the salary cap is a farce. 
there are ways to get around it. Now, ultimately, you have to pay the piper, right? We've seen it with the, with the situation with, with Drew Brees' contract. Ultimately, when that player leaves you, uh, whether it's a, a trade or a retirement, you have to end up paying the piper. But for the most part, you can kick the can down the road. And the Saints will be doing that again this year. They're going to kick the can down the road and road until they, they can't. The only thing that, that really is the monkey wrench in their plans was COVID, uh, COVID losses. They don't do that. They don't take the significant hit they did last year. That was about $20 million they lost last year because of COVID. Is that right? Yeah, something like that on top. It was $111 million in, 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 uh, in shaving of uh, contracts when it was all said and done. Well, Eric, you have, you have a good evening, man. Thanks you too, bud. You got it. Hey, before we get out of here, I do want to say something about the Pelicans. Look, in Boston yesterday, I don't know how many people watched the game. I thought they were once again exposed. Look, they need another dynamic scorer, preferably in the backcourt, okay? Look, when Ingram is off like he was yesterday where he was struggling, there's no one to carry the scoring load. And there's no way you can count on Zion Williamson, okay, whether he comes back or not, okay? He's got to fit into this system now. The Pels need to find a score. Look, they're playing, they're playing good enough defense to be the winner of the NBA, okay? Uh, probably better defense than most teams. They um, share the basketball, which is huge. The locker room is tight. They need to find another player, preferably, again, an all-star type player. Look, I know last week was mentioned a bunch, C.J. McCollum of the, of, the, uh, of the Portland Trailblazers. Look, to me, that would be a great acquisition, okay? But I'm going to say this right now. And I know, I know this is some people, again, think I'm crazy. There's no way I'm giving up Jackson Hayes or Nikhil Alexander-Walker. And I've said it before. Hayes is, is a guy that would just be a – he would be – this is his third year in the NBA. He went to Texas for one year. He, this would be his rookie year in, 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 the, uh, in, in the NBA, okay? And when you look at Nikhil Alexander-Walker, this would, have been his, what, his, this would have been his second year in the NBA. These guys have a tremendous amount of upside. I would just hate to see you give up on these guys early and then allow them to be able to flourish in maybe year, year four, year five. Look, Antonio Daniels said it on the broadcast a couple weeks ago. Guys, again, mature different times within the NBA. It's so true. Now I'd be willing to give up draft picks, okay? But there's an upside on those two, at least for another season or two. But now, to me, whether it's Griffin, whether it's Trajan Langdon, whoever's calling the shots there right now, they've got to go for it. The Pels are within striking distance here. They're the 10th the, the of the 10th seed. They're 13th seed right now. They're two and a half games out. Hopefully the front office will get to work adding a score so the Pels can at least be in the conversation for the playoffs as we get past the all-star break and the trading deadline. But they got to strike, man, because, again, this team is playing well enough. They just, they're missing that one more piece, especially in the backcourt, that gives a consistent, consistent scoring to be able to help out Brandon Ingram. And hopefully, again, that's something that's going to happen very, very soon. All right. Hour number one is in the books now. Hour number two will bring Mike Scarborough to us. Uh, we'll talk to him about what's going on with the LSU Tigers. Then Larry Holder is going to join us at uh, 535. We'll pick up on the Saints talk. We'll ask him about the quarterback situation. We'll ask him about Sean Payton as well. All that coming up here on Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. I'll have our guests uh, for you this evening. Just waiting on, on confirmation now. And, of course, uh, uh, that is Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on WLAE TV. Also live streaming on the WLAE TV YouTube page. Uh, 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night is our first rebroadcast. 10 p.m. on The Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on WLAE. 
Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce and 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. You can always catch us on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Of course, if you ever need to contact me, Eric at um, uh, Eric at EricAsher.com is the way to contact me, or, of course, on our social media platforms. All right, Rudy Dixon back in studio producing the program. I'm Eric Asher. You listen to Inside New Orleans. We go into our interview segments. Coming up next in hour number two with Mike Scarborough and Larry Holder. Stick around, won't you? the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV, and Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
Number two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until six, four to six each and every weekday right here on 106.1 FM. Thank you so much uh, for joining us here on the show today. Uh, again, if you missed the first hour, you missed us talking about uh, Sean Payton to Dallas. <laughs> not buying it. Also, again, um, I believe not a lot of difference between the uh, between Jameis Winston, Derek Carr, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, and then, uh, of course, we talked a little bit about carjackings, crime in the city, the uh, New Orleans City Council getting ready to um, have a crime summit on Monday. Uh, also, we discussed the, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans and, of course, a need for another score, uh, a, a, again, an all-star type in the backcourt. And uh, hopefully, again, that's going to happen as well. So, again, this hour, we'll shift our gears to, to our interview segments. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com is going to join us on the program. Uh, he'll join us at 510. We'll talk LSU with him. Larry Holder of The Athletic will join us at 535. We'll talk Saints. Hopefully we'll get to the collegiate game with him. Uh, that'll happen again, 535. Again, listening on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, welcome. Listening uh, over the airwaves at National FM 106.1. Again, thank you. And also, again, on the World Wide Web uh, at uh, com, or, again, the website, NASHFM 106.1. Thank you for doing that. Also, our podcast, available on all podcasting platforms. We are everywhere. Uh, Anchor is our home base, but we're on your favorite podcasting platform. If you're listening to us there, thank you so much for listening to the podcast as well. All right, uh, let's jump into it. Again, we'll talk some LSU as we go forward today. A lot to, lot to talk about, again, with the Tigers. Whether, again, it's, again, the fantastic basketball uh, uh, teams that are, uh, are playing with the women's and men, uh, the upgrade of the staff for uh, Brian Kelly as he completes his staff with a New Orleanian, or, again, the continued um, uh, move within the transfer portal of players coming to LSU trying to fill out this year's roster. To break it down for us, uh, the site is second to none. Again, if you love the Tigers and, and you're not uh, subscribing to TigerBait.com, you are missing out on really good information and, of course, again, uh, good conversation about what's going on with the Tigers. Joining us from the program from TigerBait.com is none other than Mike Scarborough. Mike, how are you? Hey, good, good, good afternoon. Mike, before we get started, I tell you, you've expanded your site. Uh, it is something that, again, if you're a Tiger fan, you want to get entrenched in each and every day. Break it down for us. Tell us about Tiger Bait. Well, I'll tell you, like you said, uh, you know, the website, we've been doing it longer than anybody. This is our, actually our, our, our 25th year. Uh, actually, I think we're about actually starting our 26th year, and um, we've expanded it to our, our YouTube channel, uh, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait. In fact, we've got a doubleheader of shows tonight. I go live at 7 o'clock with Buddy Sanji, and then Preston Guy goes live at 8 o'clock, and he's going to have Joe Burrow's parents both on the show with him. So uh, that, that's going to be Jimmy Burrow and, and his wife, Robin. So that, that's going to be pretty neat. So, But, it's you know, we've... We, Big focus on football recruiting and obviously football team coverage. 
basketball, men's and women's, and LSU baseball. And it's a it's a year round uh, deal. Yep, it is a year round deal. And again, the fact that again you've branched out uh, with a YouTube channel, just again. Whether it's the uh, whether again it's just reading the word or having the opportunity to be able to watch you guys uh, pontificate about LSU, uh, it's a one-stop shop for you when it comes to TigerBait.com. And look, very very reasonable, right, Mike? Yeah, uh, and, and it's taken me a while. You know, uh, you're you're a radio pro, so when you're doing your own show, it's taken me a while to get used to it. I'm used to being a guest, but it's a it's a different thing of hosting a show. Right. But yeah, it's uh, TigerBait.com, and, and it's it's. I always tell people to, to be a part of our, our Tiger Bait community and, and get our premium content, to always choose the annual package. Uh, when you do that versus going the monthly route, you, you get three months free, essentially. Let's first of all talk about Brian Kelly and his staff. It's finished now. Uh, talk about the latest edition. Yeah, look, uh, I, I think, you know, we kind of have been knowing for weeks. What's funny is a lot of these guys we know – uh, in advance, whether it's some of these recruits that uh, you had two of them go down today, or it's staff, or it's staff, and, and I've had, uh, you know, uh, Hankton's uh, uh, Cortez Hankton story in, in our admin for uh, almost ten days, and sure enough, uh, you know, figured out that, um, you know, he it, it was, he was probably waiting for their parade, uh, their national championship parade, to be over with before he came into town. But it's a big get, a, a Saint Aug. Uh, alum, uh, New Orleans native. Uh, I know Frank Wilson's actually recruiting in New Orleans right now as we speak. And so uh, you've got, now you've got multiple guys on the staff with Louisiana ties. Uh, and you've also got guys in player personnel with Louisiana ties. But Hankton comes from Georgia, just won a national championship, and he'll be the wide receivers and passing game coordinator. Talk about him as uh, what he's done in the past in terms of recruiting. Because, uh, again, he's, he, is he responsible for dealing, coming to New Orleans and grabbing some of the recruits for Georgia? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, the, the biggest being Cedric Van Pram. We're, we're, we're talking yep. about what's the biggest need for LSU recruiting right now. Well, I think it's center. And uh, Cortez Hankton was a part of that whole deal getting Van Pram to Georgia. So, um, you know, uh, he wasn't on the staff long at Georgia, but he was there long enough. And, and um, I, I know they're real excited to have him. No doubt about it. Wide receivers coach, talk, a little, talk about his uh, acumen there. Yeah, look, uh, I, I, I talked to a guy that uh, with a dog post that's a part of our, our network, and uh, they, they, they think that the, the, the Georgia receivers actually had gotten better under him. Um, of course, I know sometimes that you know people were kind of getting after their offense a bit, but um, I don't I don't think that they're, they that they like the fact that they're back looking for a new receivers coach because I, I think they wanted Hankton to stick around. Mm-hmm. Now, when you look at this staff in its in its entirety right now, Mike, what do you like? What do you dislike? Well, it's one of those deals where it's like, man, you know, this time of year you think every coach on the staff is great. Uh, I mean, just think back two years ago, how excited and how everybody uh, blew up uh, the Bo Pelini hire. Um, you know, you just never know. And I, and I think the other part of it is how many of these guys are actually going to look better when the LSU football roster gets to where it needs to be 
and looking like a typical LSU football roster. So, you know, are there, are there some very good coaches on this roster that might not be looking as good as he, they, they could look if, if they had a full complement of scholarships and, and, and their, their position was as deep as it you expect to see at LSU? I think that, that, that could entirely be the case. But I know there's a lot of excitement about Jamar Kane, the defensive line coach. I know Coach Cooks is, is a phenomenal recruiter at deep defensive backs. Uh, him and Coach Steeples. Um, and probably the guy that I'm most excited about is I'm, I'm wanting to start to hear some guys talk about the new strength coach, Jake Flint. Um, so, you know, th- to me, that, that, that's a, a vital part of, of what LSU needs to do and, and have a new refreshing face and a new outlook or a new attack on, on the way that they do things. And so I'm, I'm really between now and the start of spring football, which I think the spring, once we get to spring dates, I'm going to be surprised if it's not uh, probably mid-March. I think we're going to get spring practice kind of early because of when Easter falls. Um, uh, you know, how, how quickly do we start hearing things about how the LSU football players are really taken to what he's, uh, his routine and what, what his regimen. Mike, recruiting is very, very important. You mentioned recruiting, but also teaching. And, uh, again, again, bringing in the guys that, you know, again, we know have great talent coming out of Louisiana and other places, but refining that talent, getting that talent ready for the next level. Uh, we know where guys get better because they come to LSU. Are there teachers on this staff? Yeah, um, you know, I know today I was talking to somebody and they were saying, well, I hear so-and-so really won't be that good of a recruiter. Or, and, and that's okay. Uh, you don't need every coach on the staff to be a big-time recruiter. Um, when you've got a big player personnel department and you've got those guys that are not named on the staff, uh, whether it's Jordan Arsenal or Mason Smith, uh, J.R. Belton and, and others, those guys do a lot of the lifting for you and are making calls throughout the day. And those guys have relationship with, with high school prospects as well. So it's not entirely on each assistant coach uh, to do uh, the bulk of the recruiting uh, at LSU. And I think we're also going to find, as far as that goes, that Brian Kelly operates a lot differently than, than Ed Orgeron. It's going to be a, 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 a total 180. Because he's more of a guy that wants to be a closer. He's not going to be a guy that's uh, FaceTiming and Skyping recruits all day long like Coach Orgeron did. Not saying that's bad. That worked uh, for, for Orgeron. But I think he's right. going to want his assistants to do the, the bulk of that. And he's going to want to be the guy that glad hands and hosts and, and, and does his in-home visit, but really does the sales job on official visit weekends. Mm-hmm. Now, um uh... Mike, when you when you look at at the coaching staff, uh, you look at uh, 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 how this is set up. In the past, LSU went all in on analysts. Will we see that type of situation as well? Yeah, but uh, but also, I tend to think that Coach Kelly's not just going to have analysts there just to have analysts. Um, I I think he likes a tighter ship. And even though he's making a huge sum of money, and obviously LSU has been throwing money around, uh, it's my understanding, going back to his days at Grand Valley State where he had to watch every penny, he's still very much that 
type of guy that doesn't believe in waste. Whereas I think at LSU at times it, it, it kind of looked like a, a, a retirement community for old coaches. And, uh, you know, you know, I, sometimes I really would, would love to get a lay of the land of, of what some of those guys were making because I don't think any of them were making less than 80 or 90 grand a year. Uh, and, and, I, and I always joke, but I, I'm halfway serious. I, I think a lot of them were sitting there drinking coffee all day long. Mike, what about the recruits they brought in through the transfer portal? Uh, uh, what is it, Joe Fusha from um, uh, Arkansas, Miles Frazier? From uh, from FIU, Slade Roy of East Carolina State, Mikael Williams Gardner of UL Lafayette, Greg Books of Arkansas, Noah Kane, Penn State, Kyron Lacey out of uh, ULL, uh, West uh, West Weeks linebacker out of Virginia, and Jay Brumbell, the punter from Notre Dame. When you look at these recruit these uh, these recruits through the transfer portal, your overall thoughts on again the level of talent and then the positions they play in, in terms of positions of need. Well, it, look, I, I think when you look at some of those guys, are they all difference makers? I don't think so. I, the problem you got with LSU is the roster is thin. They need bodies. They need capable football players, players that can play. Uh, you know, do I think, uh, you know, half of those guys are at least second team all SEC players? I don't. But I think there's a lot of talent there. I think the punter could be big for LSU, although I'm wondering, like a lot of people, you know, where's Peyton Todd um, you know, with, with all that? Uh, I'm going to be curious to see how that plays out in the spring at punter. Um, what, what's going on with Quentin Skinner? Why do you need a deep snapper? I, you know, I, I kind of wish at some point we, we would get a um, an additional press conference with, with Brian Kelly to, to talk through some of these things. But um, – I don't know if we're going to – he didn't do a, a signing day press conference. And, and, and so, it, if you think about it, it's been a long time since we, we've, we've heard from Brian Kelly. But I know a big part of what he's doing right now, he's leaving a lot of it to Coach Polian mm-hmm. um, and, and him out offering and, and evaluating players. So, um, I really like the, the shorts kid from East Tennessee State that, that went, came on board this morning. Okay. Uh, Wingo is, you know, a five eleven. Uh, you know, he's listed at six one. Is he, you know, maybe more in the six foot range? Is he a, a Joe Evans uh, type of, uh, you know, uh, defensive lineman? Um, you know, some of these guys in, in Bramblet. I was talking to the Notre Dame guys, you know, two months ago, and they thought that kid was going Alabama. So that was a big get, and 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 so that that's obviously you know Polian getting him to come here because. Everybody up in South Bend thought that kid was going to go to Alabama because he's originally from Tuscaloosa. Mike, sounds like, again, they've been backfilling for talent because they need talent here. What else do they need? What do you think they're going to be looking for when, when it comes to, again, uh, the rest of the transfer portal, what's available, and then, of course, in, in, in the uh, National Signing Day, which is, what, uh, beginning of February? Yeah, I, I think they might need another running back. Um, we'll see what happens with Citizen from Lake Charles Prep. I think LSU's battling Auburn there, uh, but I think there could be another running back. I think the biggest, uh, the the one position that I, I think people should be excited about is when you when you see that there's a bona fide center that they're getting the portal. And so the days are ticking down. I mean, school started, um, 
you know, so is it going to be a deal where you're, you're not going to be able to get a center, uh, a, a true center in the portal that, that's actually pretty salty? Uh, is that maybe somebody that you're not going to get until after spring football? Because it's kind of looking that way. I, I was hoping they would have gotten, you know, I'm just going to make something up. A, a, you know, a guy was maybe second team all Pac-12 mm-hmm. from like Arizona State or something. Sure. You know, that was a there was a center that could step right in and play big boy football. Like let's right shift now, to, that, that, to me, that's a position of concern. If you get a bona fide center in there, I think this offensive line can come together a lot quicker than people think. Okay. Sounds good. Mike, let's shift gears to, to, to basketball with the time we have left. Uh, the women's uh, team, 17-2, and 5-1 in the SEC. Uh, they're 11th in, uh, in, in uh, the AP poll right now. Um, talk about Kim Mulkey's team. Yeah, and uh, made it in the top 10 in the coaches poll today, I saw. So, um, Beautiful. Just, just a whole lot of excitement. I mean, we, we, it's, uh, you know, I've told you before, it, it's, you know, we really have not covered women's basketball on Tiger Bait, but the Mulkey era really changed that. And there's a lot of excitement amongst our subscribers and the, and the entire uh, LSU fan base. Mulkey is just absolutely a draw, and they've been fun to watch. Um, she's got, of course, you know, she inherited a couple of very good players in, in Pointer and Cherry. Um, and then she got uh, Alexis Morris and others to transfer in. And uh, they gave South Carolina all they wanted, uh, uh, you know, a few weeks ago. And, and um, you know, I wonder how far they can do. I asked somebody the other day, like, you know, depending on the draw, which team might go further in the NCAA tournament, uh, the women or the men? And, um, you know, if, if LSU uh, gets a team that can play, uh, that forces them to play a half-court offense, they could be in trouble. Whereas mm-hmm. I think I, I tend to, I'm starting to think Mulkey's team might might could match them or, or maybe even go a little bit further depending on the draw. Yeah, all about matchups when you get into the, yeah. into the second season, no doubt. Now, yeah, but the, you know what? They're kind of they're they're in reality they're kind of positioned the same way. Mm-hmm. I think they might end up both being have almost identical paths in the NCAA tournament where they both kind of hit 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 the same round mark. I don't know if it's Sweet 16 or uh, second round, but I, I you know at times you look at LSU and you wonder it, the men's team if they're not an Elite Eight team at it, something. And at certain times when you watch them, but then when you see them on on Saturday with Arkansas, it, you know that blows that to hell. Yeah, but then, then going getting to the men who again are what the thirteenth in the AP, sixteenth in the coaches poll, um, it, it comes defensively they got it, and a lot of their offense comes off their defense. The, what right. scares me a little bit is if it got, you put them in a situation where they got to manufacture their own offense, and that's where again if they don't have a couple hot shooters, uh, they can struggle like they did against Arkansas. Yeah, and you know it's one of those deals too where it's like you know you. you kind of missing that one little piece and mm-hmm. uh, then, you know, talk about recruiting. I mean, they, they, he got a five-star shooting guard on Friday night, uh, Marvell Allen from uh, right. uh, Calvary Christian in Fort Lauderdale, a 23 kid that uh, we believe will be able to reclassify for 22. So um, they're going to be darn good next year as well. You just, you just hope at some point, we get a ruling in a in a finality to whatever this NCAA deal is going to end up being. I mean, true. I mean, what, what are we now? How many years? Three, a four well, year mark. It's just it it it's it's dragged on, uh, it, it's dragged on longer than the Landry administration in New Orleans. 
Yeah, and, and if you're and if you're the NCA folks that are really, if let's say if there's somebody that in the building that, that really wants to get to Will Wade, well, what have you really done if you want to get get real Wade because he's collected millions of dollars in salaries in the length of time it's taken you to prosecute? Well, and not just that. Now everything he's being prosecuted for is legal with NIL. <laughs> yeah, so it so it makes no sense. It, it's and, it, and you and I've talked about it, joked about it before. It's like right. You know, a guy who got pulled over for having a marijuana cigarette in Colorado, and the next day it was legal. What right. are you, What are you going to do when, when that court date comes up? You know, at this point, it seems point. like a little bit of a witch hunt. If you don't have it by now, move on. Yeah, and by the way, that committee that that uh, that special committee has never ever le- leveled any penalties. So this would be a first. That, yeah, but that said. When you see what they did to that poor Oklahoma State team a couple mm-hmm. of months ago, that was sad. Right. So when do you when do you anticipate, if any, that we hear anything about this investigation? Yeah, I I, I don't know. Um, everybody's just like throwing their hands up in the air. You know, every now and it, then it, you'll get a national basketball columnist that'll, and it always seems at the right opportune time, like that right. they're. You know, they've been fed info by a blue blood head coach to, mm-hmm. you know, drop something out there to, to try and hinder whatever Will Wade's doing in recruiting. But but sooner or later, this is this has got to uh, the rubber's got to meet the road, and um, and then you got to wonder, okay, if they do get him on something, which you got to believe, if they've investigated, maybe it's not necessarily what was on that phone call, but maybe they've found something else. Depending mm-hmm. on whatever the the, 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 the penalty is going to be, unless it's a show cause, um, you know, Woodward's really going to be in a, in a pinch because um, uh, Wade is Will, Wade's appro- Will Wade's approval rec- rating right. with the LSU fan base right. uh, is as high as it can get. The LSU fan it, base it, loves it. it. Exactly. He's beloved. <laughs> it's going to be tough to get a guy out the door that's beloved like that. No, I agree 100%. Mike, yeah, one more time, and, tell us about your fantastic site. Uh, again, if you're a Tiger fan and, and you haven't figured it out yet, where you been, okay? Uh, again, Tiger Bait, this is not this is not yesterday's Tiger Bait. Uh, get out there and, again, enjoy Tiger Bait. And how can they do it? Yeah, go to TigerBait.com, subscribe, like I said. And, by the way, you can try us out for $1 for one week. You'll get our text alerts, our newsletters. In fact, I'm about to send a newsletter out when I hang up from you. we got our live show tonight, LSU Tigers, on Tiger Bait on YouTube. So, uh, but go to Tiger Bait and subscribe if you're an LSU fan. I think you'll really enjoy our message board. I'm active day and night answering your questions, and, and uh, all of us, the LSU, our LSU community mingles, uh, you know, seven days a week. So we want to have you. Mike, we appreciate you every week on our program. Thanks so much for your time, as always. All right, Eric. Thanks for having me. Talk soon. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. Got to check it out. Subscribe today. Hey, don't forget, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, when it comes to your generator sales and service, they are the experts. How about financing available generators? You'll pay it over time. How about new install quality check after one month? And they do that for everything they install for their customers, part of their customer service pledge. And then when it comes to generator, sitting down with you, listening to you, giving you the information you need to make a decision on what type of generator you want for your home or your business, and then putting you on the calendar for a single-day install. 24-7, 365 emergency service, which means they'll be there to get your generator up and running, okay? And then, of course, no excuses with a a warehouse fully stocked with all the the parts you need uh, for uh, for your generator. 
When it comes to generator sales and service, go with the experts. Go with the company you trust. Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. Five-time Entertainer of the Year, Luke Bryan is going to light up Las Vegas. Live in a new high-energy show opening February 11th at Resorts World Theater. And you could be there. That's my kind of night. Hey, guys, this is Luke Bryan. We're sending one winner and a guest to see Luke in Las Vegas, including airfare, two nights hotel, and two tickets to his show. Just listen weekdays for the national keyword and text in for your chance to win. Prizes provided by AET Presents. This report is sponsored by... Mattress Firm. Unjunk your sleep at Mattress Firm's new bed, new you sale. Start the year off right. Shop select mattresses from top brands starting at $159.99. Plus, you'll even get immediate delivery. Don't miss out. Still working a problem that's taking place on 10 eastbound at the Crowder exit due to an incident. So the accident, so the exit is blocked on 10 eastbound at Crowder. Exit, exit you want to get off at is at 10 eastbound at Morrison. In the meantime, delays are going to be heavy on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to Crowder. In the meantime, look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling along 10 westbound right at Clearview. In the meantime, look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City connection from just before Chapatulas to Camp Street. And if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle trust is what burkhardt air conditioning and heating is all about take it from me eric asher if you have any problems with your heating system you can trust burkhardt to be there right away and get you back up and running and if you know you need to replace that heating system this year you can trust burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right and you can always trust burkhardt to give you a fair price for heating this year trust burkhardt visit acpromise.com that's acpromise.com and tell them eric sent you 
Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti and the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget, if you're in the market for a new air conditioner heating system, think Burkhardt. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Also, again, ask about financing. You can finance that over time. Then, of course, you're getting Burkhardt. Authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry, standing behind their work, uh, treating your home like their home, your business like their business, going in, getting the work done. Uh, again, and, and the respect. Again, respect for you, respect for your property, second to none. And then also, after the, after the sale is made, the service after the sale is impeccable. The new install quality check after one month coming out to your home, checking everything, making sure that, again, you, that you understand something as simple as maybe, again, the new thermostats that are out there right now, that you know how to operate those. Uh, and again, making that you're sure you're comfortable with the system that you've, that you've purchased. And, of course, again, if you need service, they're there for you. 24-7, 365. For a company you can trust, it's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. All right, thanks to Mike Scarborough, getting us up to date on the LSU Tigers. Joining us now from the Athletic is none other than Larry Holder of the Rumble Raiders and the LSU Tigers and, of course, the Athletic New Orleans. Larry, how are you? I'm good, Eric. How are you today? Doing fine, and a happy birthday to you, my friend. <laughs> Thanks. I'm not getting any younger. Hey, at least I'm I'm closer to 40 than I am to 50, so I still got that going for me. Yeah. Well, guess what? Uh, you know what? Uh, enjoy it, bask in it, because uh, again, the alternative is not something that you want, right? <laughs> exactly. But just think about it. I had just turned 30 when uh, I started uh, way back when doing radio. So just good to yep. show you how long. Uh, you and me have been uh, yapping with each other, and uh, yes, sir. <laughs> plus for that long amount of time. And, 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 of course, still one of the best, my friend, still one of the best. Uh, but, again, uh, happy birthday, congratulations, salutations, and all that good stuff. Good deal. Well, yeah, look, it's, uh, hey, like I said, a, little, a few more grays, but uh, I still uh, – uh, they, they got, they got, they got men's color for that now, dude. You can, you can handle <laughs> that with no problem. Okay? You can do it, you can do it, you can do it so they don't even really figure it out. Okay? Hey, if you need I any of the tricks of the trade, come – look, just give me a phone call, guy. I got it all. I, now, well, if we just figure out how to how to lose the weight and keep it off, then I'd be all right. There you go. At least I don't need the Drew Brees plan of uh, whatever he did to his. No, head. you there don't. <laughs> <laughs> Which I still haven't figured out what that is. Me neither. I don't know. Spray still haven't figured hair. it out. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's scary. It really is. Um, a lot, a lot of conversation today. Uh, I just want to hit you with some of the topics that we talked about. First of all. Once again, the narrative, Sean Payton to Dallas. He uh, went, went back and did the research. He's in the last year of his deal, $9.8 million a year, third highest paid coach in the NFL behind Belichick and, and, and Carroll out in, in Seattle. Uh, my guess is, again, he's gonna, there's going to be a new deal announced at some point uh, before the end of this season. Uh, I'm sorry, before the beginning, the beginning of the next season. Uh, but I do not believe that, again, there's any chance that he'll go work for Jerry Jones in Dallas. What are your thoughts? It's, this is, to me, a, a bit – it's not – I'm not buying 
rumors. I mean, people just talk about this just because he's been there for so long. I mean, people were talking about Mike Tomlin going to LSU. Like, it's like whacking. Right. Like, I get it. This is, it, this is not the same uh, kind of stability and organization uh, that the Saints were having back when these talks were legitimate. Like, back, uh, I'll go 2015 offseason, uh, mm-hmm. once you left that offseason. The 2016 offseason, once you left that season. Those talks were legit. Like, those, they were actually talking to the Indianapolis Colts. They were talking to the San Francisco 49ers. Like, the Giants were curious about trading for Sean Payton. But the program, it was a different program. Uh, you, you know, I, I think that Sean Payton values what he has in New Orleans. And I think this is just people. Dallas is a hot topic. Sean Payton's always been a hot topic. I, I really have not given any credence to anything that's been said about that at all, which is one reason why I really haven't reacted to it at all. I mean, this is a different set of circumstances. Now, will Sean Payton walk away someday? Yes, obviously. Of course. Uh, and But I just don't see that being the case right now. I just, that's why I just I just let it go. And it's like, like I said, I'll put it in the same boat as the Tom on LSU rumors. Like, come on, give me mm-hmm. a break. It's the truth. I mean, look, first of all, he has total control in New Orleans, okay? He's not going to have total control in Dallas. I mean, again, the Joneses live for the spotlight, right? TV shows, radio shows. Anytime they can critique their show, that their, that their team, they're going to do it. Then when it comes to, again, adding, adding personnel, the bottom line stops with them. But, you know, Peyton has, again, autonomy here. The, I, I dispelled the, the situation about his family. Look, his ex-wife lives in Dallas. His daughter is 26. His son is 23. They're not, they're not babies anymore. So, again, trying to move the Dallas to get close to the kids. You know, the kids are probably, you know, off in school, whatever school they decided to go to. Uh, you know, and they're not moving. To, Miss, Miss West Virginia, the former Miss West Virginia, is not trying to move the Dallas to be close to next to the ex-wife, right? So, that, yeah, you, know, you can throw yeah, that out is, there. Yeah. That's not a, that shouldn't even be part of the conversation. It would be and not even in the conversation anymore. Right. It's not. It's yeah, exactly. And, and it's just specifically with Dallas. I mean, look, Sean's got ego. The Joneses have ego. That's why they like to hang out together and eat and drink. They're not going to work together. Like, I just cannot see that uh, in the cards. If something changes, I would look, I'll admit I'm wrong, but I, I feel too. really confident and saying and, and feeling the way I feel. Uh, I feel like, I'll be perfectly honest with you, I feel like Sean's next move would be to TV. That would be my mm-hmm. think with him. He would certainly have less hours. He loves yes. the spotlight. He would be yes. great at it. There's no question. He comes with credentials, and he'd be great at it. So uh, that would be the next move if I'm Sean Payton. And you can make arguably as much or maybe even more money on TV and do way less work. So Absolutely. that would be my route if I were him uh, and I were guiding his career advice. Right, but you're not going to get out when you've still got a, a team that is a viable team. And this team is a quarterback and a few uh, pieces on the offense away from being right back in, in the Super Bowl mix. And he knows this, okay? He understands that. Now the question is, so, you know, going forward, what will his contract look like? Again, the next contract. And I'll say again, he is going to be among the top three paid in, in, in the NFL. Uh, you know, and rightly so, based on, again, what he's done here in New Orleans. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I would a million percent agree with that. And it's not like the Saints don't want him. Like, that's the thing. Like, the Saints, they try to take care of him as much as they can. 
I mean, and look, is, it, is there back and forth when sometimes they do have to tell Sean, look, uh, you're not getting your way on this totally. Uh, that does happen. I mean, that's, uh, you know, so uh, Mickey Loomis is his boss, and they have a good, you know, he's not a out-in-front-of-the-camera kind of guy, but he still, his voice matters. Like, I think that's, that's kind of a misconception, that Mickey's voice uh, and so that's why they work so well together where uh, Mickey's got to put Sean in check sometimes and then Sean's got to push Mickey to do something maybe he doesn't necessarily want to do. But then it, but the decisions they've made a lot the last bunch of years have been the right ones. So why are you going to turn your back on that? And so I, I think that this whole thing is this is never this is never going to stop. No. Just because Sean Payton has been in New Orleans now for – uh, well, coached for 15 years, been around for 16 years. Mm-hmm. Obviously, one year he was excommunicated by the NFL. But still, right. I, I just don't see it's it's one of 32 teams. He's got a great thing going. You know, people respect him, and he's adapted to the locker room. Like that's the thing. Like he's adapted to right. locker rooms. And when things have gone bad, uh, look, he's had to make changes. But uh, things are. I still think things are good. I'm with you. Like this, I expect this team to make the playoffs next year. And oh, no once doubt. you get in the playoffs, and, yeah, you don't know anything. what. And, and look, Larry, depending on what they do, if they make if they make some really good moves in this off season, they could be there quicker than 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 than, than later. Uh, depending, I mean, I'm just saying, uh, this playoffs. I'm talking about vying for an NFC Championship and maybe a Super Bowl. Now, again, you got to get the quarterback situation um, uh, uh, settled. But again, adding a few weapons on offense, showing up that offensive line, depending on what you're going to do with Armstead, defense is pretty much intact. So, I mean, to, to me, you're not walking away from that type of situation. And, of course, again, look, he built that nice place on Nashville. Uh, again, he's entrenched in the, in, in, in the, in, in the uh, community here in New Orleans. He's beloved. Just it's, it's, it's hard seeing him going anywhere else right now, except, again, retiring and going to TV. I'm 100% with you. Yeah, TV would be my route for that. And, Eric, yep. here's a, like a topic. I, I don't know how much has really been talked about because it's interview season and yes. things like that. And you're not hearing a lot about Dennis Allen, even though he's been tremendous. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm just, it's just me speculating with you and us using Spidey sense, but I right. would think that the Saints would feel good if something were to happen, if Sean Payton were to say, hey, I'm going to call it quits or whatever. They'd feel really good about Dennis Allen. Like I think I that would be. I feel like he's just the coach in waiting, and 100% they treat him really well. There's trust there, mm-hmm. and he would walk into an organization. He would just walk into a chair where he knows everyone in the organization and feel comfortable. So I just feel I'm like, with you. I think that I think yeah. that's in the plan. I, I would be surprised that's not in the plans. I'm more worried about them losing other position coaches than I am Dennis Allen. Yes. I'm with you. Uh, like I, I know they just secured Ryan Nielsen after mm-hmm. the botched attempt I had Ogeron last yes. year to, to take him away. Uh, you know, I think uh, Chris Richard is probably in a good spot. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, even though it's funny, Seattle now has a defensive coordinator opening. I was even contemplating telling our Seattle writer, hey, maybe Chris Richard will come back. I don't know. Right. Uh, it might happen. I don't know. I mean, obviously. It you know, could. I mean, that's what he wanted, right? That, that's what right. he was holding out for. He wanted to be a D.C. And, look, right. there's a push now, and rightly so, to have more African-Americans in, 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 in the coordinator positions and head coaching positions in the NFL. And, uh, and there's a real push now, more than maybe we've seen in the past, especially, again, with, with again, when there's just one, one African-American head coach left in the NFL right now. So we may see something like that happening, no doubt. Well, yeah, at least 
it would be a pro- like that would be a promotion for, for Richard. You know, he, he absolutely just, going from a second. position coach to a, to a DC. No doubt. Yeah, I did want to ask you about the quarterback position. I brought this up on social media. I brought this up on the program today. And to, to me, okay, if you're not getting a Russell Wilson, if you're not getting an Aaron Rodgers in a blockbuster trade, I, I, I don't see a lot of difference between a Jimmy Garoppolo, a Derek Carr, and a Jameis Winston. What are your thoughts? I feel like there is a difference with Carr. I, I feel like that I would feel more confident with Carr than the other two. Uh, now, if Jameis had a whole season and you saw him play well, we'd have a different story. I, I you know, it's. I just think that if you were, I think Carr would fit with what the Saints would want to do. Uh, you know, I think he's an accurate passer. I think he would fit well. Does he have flaws? No doubt. I mean, look, all three of those guys we're talking about have flaws, but no all three of them, I feel like, are viable NFL quarterbacks. And if you put, here's the thing: if we saw a whole season with Jameis. Who knows? He might be. We might not even be having this conversation. We'd be like, "All right, resign him and then go forward." Uh, and but uh, you know, again, Garoppolo's in a situation where they certainly drafted Trey Lance for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek Carr is in a spot where he's in the final year of his deal. You have are going to have a new GM with Mike Mayock being out. Uh, right? Maybe you have a new coach. So where do you go if you're him? Uh, and I, but I do feel like that. I feel like acquiring someone like Carr or Garoppolo would certainly be more cost-effective than acquiring someone like Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. Uh, but I think these are all things that the Saints have to explore. Like, they just have to. And, uh, again, if Jameis Winston doesn't get hurt and he plays well, we might not even – we might be like, all right, I feel good about the Saints giving him a decent deal and, and see what happens. But – we don't know, and uh, you know all. You add all this up, and you got to try to maximize what works. And then, oh by the way, you got a whole crop of quarterbacks trying to get into the league in the draft that you're really going to start hearing more about in the next couple of weeks because yeah. five of the top six are going to be at the Senior Bowl, and the only one who's not going to be there because he's not a senior is Matt Corral. So mm-hmm. you're going to be hearing about a lot of these guys, and I would. Uh, uh, it's not my mock draft, but we're having our uh, our draft expert, Dane Brugler. His next two-round mock is coming out tomorrow. And if I were a Saints fan, I would I would check it out. I'd, I'd know the picks, not giving them away, but I would check right. it out. Well, and again, look, uh, we, we all know it's the, it's the overhyped train, right, from this point forward when it comes to quarterbacks in the draft. Uh, and, and the last thing you want to be is, is a team that is chasing a quarterback in the draft year after year after year. Um, and I'll say this, and I've said this to you, but we've talked about it on the show before. I think Sean Payton already knows Jameis Winston. I think after two years in that, in that quarterback room, him being with him, even in the small sample size of seven games uh, this year, that he knows whether he's a guy that can take this team to the next level. And I think we'll find out a lot of this offseason on how he feels about Jameis Winston if he ultimately goes after another quarterback. I think that's fair. Uh, I, I think he knows who he is mentally. And, and such, I just think there's the risk of not knowing, okay, if he was right, would he have gotten better? Maybe I could take the reins off and, and let him let it fly a little bit more, as we were seeing before he got hurt. They were kind of letting it loose a little bit more. Yep, sure. <laughs> and, but what do you do? And is he going to be healthy enough to go? 
And then you've got the question, how's Taysom's health? Is he going to be healthy right. enough, ready to go? And then that leaves you with Trevor Simeon, Ian Book. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what do you do? And so I think you still have the, the, the questions. You probably want to go get a guy who you have the fewest questions about. Is that a draft pick? Is that a free a veteran you got to trade for? Because no, I'm not trusting anybody in the free agent market unless someone magically gets cut. So it's it's really tough. Like because here's what the Saints could do: What if the Saints sign Jameis to a short-term deal again, right? But then draft a guy like high. I mean, we're not talking fourth round. We're talking day one, no. day two. Sure. So then that's what you would do to try to. Uh, protect yourself there. So it's this is a strategy that I think you're not going to know completely your strategy until you figure out what the price is to go try to trade for someone and what you're willing to give up. And you know Sean Payton, if anyone's going to do due diligence on a quarterback, it's going to be Sean Payton. I would agree. And, of course, you look at it this way as well. Uh, with the needs on offense, with skill positions, maybe showing up the line, depending on what's going to happen with, with Teron Armstead, or is it more? Is it better for the long-term future of the club to shore up those positions? Go with Jameis on a one-year prove-it-to-me deal. If he's ultimately the guy, he's the guy. If not, supposedly next year's draft, this will be a pretty good draft for quarterbacks. Uh, and then, of course, Derek Carr is an unrestricted free agent. You know, so these things down the line can take care of themselves within a, within a season. That's true. I don't. I don't know how much people love Kirk Cousins, but he he could be an unrestricted free agent sure. too. But I don't care. I, hey, Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr. People probably say they see them in about the same boat. I wouldn't blame him. You know, they're I, middle I'm, of the road. I, I, I see all those guys about the same. Garoppolo, right, right. Carr, Winston, Cousins. I mean, again, uh, none of them make me say, "Wait a minute, no." The next, the, the, one of these guys are the next Drew Brees. But all of them have their flaws, but all of them have, again, uh, you know, the things that they do very, very well. I'd also argue that Russell Wilson doesn't keep me totally secure. Look, I I'm, think he's regressed. And I don't think he has the arm strength he once had. Well, and he also, it's just, like, it's, I mean, he's thrived on it for years where he can run around and make plays, but yes. I mean, that's not what you want to do with Sean Payton's mm. offense. Like, no. That's, no. I, I let Taysom do it. <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. I know you want to adapt if you have to, but that to me, like, there's something something smelly up there in, in Seattle, right. and it's not all the Seahawks. That's that's my perception right. of what's going on with with Russell up there. Yeah, and then Taysom again coming back from this Frank injury. How quickly can he come back? And then is he a guy that you want to play at quarterback when when he when he his his role as a as a as a Swiss Army knife is is so uh, again uh, needed for this team. Um, you know, so that that's another question that has to be answered there. And then, of course, well, remember, he's on the other side of 30 now. Right. Well, we talk about, you know, him, Sean Payton knowing Jameis. Sean Payton knows Taysom, what he can exactly. do. And so there's a reason why Taysom didn't win the starting job in the first place. So I, that, to me, tells you everything you need to know yep, uh, no about that situation. You had to play him out of desperation. That's just no doubt. the best side. Larry, as always, man, thanks so much for your time each and every week. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, Again, happy birthday to you. Tell the folks about how they can subscribe to The Athletic. Absolutely. You can go to theathletic.com slash New Orleans, or you you can click on any article I have or news story that's out there and uh, jump on there and sign up. Yeah, I I will tease again. Uh, Tomorrow is a 
uh, my colleague, Dane Brugler, he's got a really interesting article. Uh, his mock draft, you know, he's one of the best guy mm-hmm. I super lean on during draft season. Uh, he's got a two-round mock coming out tomorrow. Uh, some interesting names up top, some interesting names in the middle, and so I would check that out. And then, uh, you know, I've, I've been doing some national stuff, and then also uh, my, my goal is Monday to have a, kind of a roundtable with experts about the Saints quarterback situation. So it's good we talked about it today. Yep. And uh, maybe next week, uh, if, if I can get that thing out by Monday, uh, we can have a real, real – in-depth conversation about what's going on, even though I'm all for it. (laughs) All for it. Thanks as always, my friend. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, We'll talk again soon. All righty. Good talking to you, buddy. That's uh, Larry Holder of The Athletic. I'm Eric Asher. Stay tuned. Hi, Eric Asher with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. A new year comes with new excitement, new ambitions, new milestones. Is this the year you pop the question, have a child? Celebrate a major anniversary. At Diamonds Direct, we're here for you, now more than ever. With our vast selection of exquisite hand-picked diamonds, our world-renowned designer jewelry collections, our industry-leading warranties and guarantees, and our people. People with a passion for helping you mark any occasion with something that's both meaningful and timeless. And our commitment to providing exceptional value is stronger than ever in the new year. Whether you're just starting out on a tight budget or whether you're splurging on that 30th anniversary gift, 
Diamonds Direct will make sure you get the price that you expect from America's premier direct diamond importer. Welcome to a new year and welcome to Diamonds Direct, where extreme value combines with the ultimate luxury shopping experience to create that truly magical moment for the milestones in your life. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor's rapid urgent care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, rapid urgent care's got you covered with clinics all over Southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Just waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. All right, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you checking out the program. Thanks to Mike Scarborough and also uh, Larry Holder for joining us on the program. I want to thank Rudy back at the studio. Thank all the great sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericgasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, to sponsor our program. Please support those sponsors. And thanks to the sponsors for supporting us. As always, very much appreciate you checking out the show. The podcast will be up about 20 minutes after this program ends. Jude Young is up next. Keep it right here on 106.1 FM. My name is Eric Cash. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog cat to the governor, they all got to go. Your station.